Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa, and I give a shit. So I'm really excited about my guest today, uh, an incredible artist, Jim Torok. Uh, I just learned how to spell your name today. Did you know that, Jim? I thought it was T-O-R-A-K, and it's T-O-R-O-K. So I'm uh, psyched that I got that right. I, I knew how to spell it. I know, because you, you, you live with it. Uh, so yeah. anyway, uh, okay. before we get to that, I'm going to uh, tell you that you guys should like... Well, first of all, this is Radio Free Brooklyn, uh, which is the greatest station in the world. And, uh, you know, I'm going to pitch for you to donate. You know what? If you donate $5 to, like, my show, just go to my page on Radio Free Brooklyn. I will give you, like, a huge shout-out for, like, your band or, like, a birthday thing. Anything you want. Like, I will do that for you. So... They want us to, uh, you know, get sponsorship for our shows now. So I'm, ge- I'm getting graded on it. And you know how insecure I am, so please help me out. Um, but anyway, I'm going to be doing this performance tomorrow in the Union Square subway. I'm going, to be wear- I'm going to be holding a cardboard sign that says, I'm scared, uh, please help. So if you see me, <laughs> stop and talk to me. Okay, I will be in the subway between 5 and 7. And uh, so come by and say hi and, you know, make me feel better. Let's all be scared together. Is that is that the L train line? Are you going to be on the platform or up in the big? I don't know yet. I, I should know that, right? I'm going to be. just going to wander around. I'm going to find, I'm going to find like where a good place to sit is. It's my first time. Maybe I'll do it again. So, but we'll see. I will be there. I'll text it. I'll text, I'll put it on, um, you know, I'll post where I am when I get there. But, but if you find yourself in Union Square, stop by. So I want to tell you um, a little bit about our guest patient today, Jim, Jim Torek. Uh, If you haven't heard, I bet a lot of people have heard of him. Because we have a lot of cultivated people that listen to this. So um, uh, Jim had this amazing show that opened just this past Sunday at Pierogi, which is an incredible gallery, which has made a lovely, lovely, lovely transition to the Lower East Side. Don't you think, Jim? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, yeah. you know, they really did it with the mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, they really did it so well. You know, you you never know how yeah, gallery, awesome. gallery transitions can be difficult for they're everybody, really and they really did a great job there. And, yeah, uh, and that's the place to be. It was be hard. Now. You yeah. know, it was hard. It's hard because you never know. It's hard getting space, but they really, they really rocked that, and they've had every show they've had there is great, especially and including yours, which I really was was actually kind of move, move as corny as it sounded. It was kind of moving. I think I relate to your work. Um, being that uh, the title of the show is New Age of Uncertainty. And um, this one painting that I posted is I'm Feeling Anxious Again. And it's kind of a... Well, I'm going to let... You know what, Jim? I'm going to let you explain this show. But I did... here. Here's Jim's credentials, okay? Because I'll let him explain his work a little bit. But uh, I will tell you his 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 credentials, the, 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 the facts. Uh First of all, Jim is also very talented at two very different mediums. One is a sort of cartoon style, and the other is a beautiful, f- 
photorealistic portrait style, which is very unusual. So he's got, he's definitely like, that's something I want to find out about today because he's a, definitely a contradiction. That's throughout all his work and throughout him. So he's an artist living and working in New York. He's been shown all over the world, including many museum collections, including the Metropolitan Museum Art and, the, and MoMA. Like he has work permanently in MoMA. Uh, art, uh, and he's done, uh, f- he did a feature cartoon for Paper Magazine for many years, which is like a big fucking deal. And he's also produced animation for MTV and his own books of cartoons. So he's got like, you know, he's got, he's got good credentials, folks. You know, and he made me a little nervous, Jim. You made me a little nervous because we were joking around on Facebook today and then I said I was going to grill you and then you, then I thought <laughs> you were, I was like, oh, fuck. He's back and he said you didn't feel well and I was like that fucks that sucks he's gonna back out I mean I got nervous did you notice I really <laughs> yeah got you nervous. did you said you were yeah I take this sh- like I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop where I'm yeah. gonna get rejected well, I wasn't feeling you know? so I wasn't feeling so good no how do you feel now you were a little anxious. That... is it better like now that we're here and we're you're started yeah, a little I feel better? better what I feel like I'm in good hands oh good good good. So why don't you explain um, your work in uh, just a little bit? Uh, and uh, and I noticed that you brought you brought this like book report type thing, and it's written and it's like ten pages. Are, you're not going to read it, that, are should you? Should I read that now? No, it's don't ever read it. I told you, <laughs> there's no reading on this show. But it, it explains a lot about me. I think, all right, all right. Well, let's honest. see. Well, let's see. You don't think it's important? I won't read it. No, it's probably important. But, but I start looks- with when I was born. It's not really that long. How long is it? Ten pages. I'll tell you what. I'll, uh, l- we'll try it. Get started, and then uh, and, and then. I was born to Dolores and Charles Torok in South Bend, Indiana. Check, check no, out. no, Jim. You know what? Can you just explain your work a little bit? Like I, tr- I don't want to okay. be putting words in your mouth about your work. You, you just explain like what you. My father, a man. Shut a up, Jim. We'll meaning. get to that in a minute. We'll get that. We're, we're gonna get. We're gonna do the intake. My next. dad was an artist, though. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Well, go you ahead. could. No, you go, could. Go. You could. You could just right. slide that fact in with the description of your work. Okay. If it's if it's very relevant. So what do you want to know? I want you to say like I make this kind of work, and uh, the reason I make it is this, and that's it. And I've gone from this to that. And I'm happy where I am now. Something like that. Okay. Um, What's the well, point, Jim? What is the point of your whole life? What is the point? The point of my whole life? <laughs> well, you're making oh, an man. artist. See, what? You're you are artist. grilling me. You're an artist. No, I don't know my, the point of my life. Well, That's what I'm anxious about. <laughs> like, now, is it is it pointless? I don't know. Jim, is there Jim, a point to life? Jim told know. me he was in therapy. Before we got on the air, and I'm starting to think, Jim, you must be wasting you your money me. because you really no. di- you really diverge. Do you do this with your shrink when she asks you questions and you're paying to be there and you diverge like this? No. Okay, good. Uh, I just talk. Okay. Um, I'll and tell you what, Jim. You know listens. what? You know what we're gonna do, listens. Jim. Oh, she and listens. Then offers me encouragement. Well, she she'd be she would never make it on this station. I'll tell you that much. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm here with you. But no, you you raise an interesting point at the uh-huh. very beginning, which was I do these two really different things. Uh huh. 
And I guess that's the thing that's most interesting to me because people think, how could you do this one thing and you do this other thing too? Mm-hmm. And I do both of them and I always have. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was one of my goals in being an artist was to be able to basically do whatever you want and not you can only do one thing or you can. Mm. And, you know, when I started out, um, actually, my first gig was really doing the the cartoon for Paper Magazine. Wow. and That's, um, that's like a big deal. You must have been really excited when you got that. Yeah, I was because I um, I was just going – actually, I had been dropping him off my po- uh, portfolio back there. Uh, there mm-hmm. back then mm-hmm. uh, uh, several times and I would pick it up mm-hmm. and it was obvious nobody had lived, li- you know, looked Look at it. it. Yeah, you used to be an feeling. art director. I don't know if you're, I can say that. But what? you know what that, you used to be an art director, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. talked about that. Yeah, and we've been I mean, in that in that kind of world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what artists used to do right. Would you know? I was trying to get illustration jobs. Right. You you would drop off your portfolio, and people, would the art director it. would look at it, supposedly, and then you would come back and pick it up, and then they say, "Thank you, we'll call you." You know, we, you know. And the, and but that, but they never usually look at it. And yeah, I mean, once, it was a horrible. Yeah. It was it was yeah. discouraging. But then you know, obviously, you'd get work enough so that. You well, know. I I wasn't doing that well because I had other means of support really what were you doing i was doing graphic arts which back then was doing mechanicals basically. oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's a, people, that was a good gig people don't know that world but that's oh, all yeah, that's long gone it. but anyway i did it too i did it too it was a perfectly yeah. good way to well i was never able to work my way up to art director i was always just a I pair wasn't of hands either. basically I but i could either. draw well so yeah i could that's what i did i drew for Mm-hmm. But your so. artwork seems to deal with, um, like, on the the cartoons are very emotionally explicit, right? They really do kind of talk about feelings directly. Uh, yeah, they are. It's it's a way for me to deal with my innermost feelings. And then the portraits are more like um, studies of people maybe there's some insight into their per- well there's definitely insight into their personalities and they're done from multiple like photographs right like correct yeah so it isn't like one it's it's yeah. trying to un- it's kind of like layering and unlayer to un- <clears throat> it's like it's like putting an onion together in order to unpeel it <laughs> yeah, yeah well <laughs> you know originally my idea was um i would take photographs of people uh, and I started I, – I wasn't getting good results. And I asked a photographer friend of mine, like, what what do you do? And he said, just take a lot of pictures. Just ah. take a lot. Mm. So then I, I would take a lot. Mm-hmm. And basically everybody was posed the same way each time, but I'd take a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And each one was a little different. I, I would notice different things, mm-hmm. very subtle things mm-hmm. in their faces. Mm-hmm. So um, – since no one has time to come and pose live anymore, like mm-hmm. in front of the artist for mm-hmm. their portrait, I would do it from the photos, but I would switch them out each time I worked mm. on the portrait That's to have cool. a different photo. So it was kind of like they were coming each time and you had to 
you had a, it was a little oh, different. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I could see yeah. how that is. I could then, see how that is. And then that way you sort of combine them all and ah. you get more of a realistic portrait, I think, than if I just copied it. So it's one of those, those do really, I know those have, I mean, you've had shows at like the, what, not, big gallery. Oh, the National, National Portrait, Portrait Gallery. gallery. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're is, really, yeah. they're really, those are, are that's, is, that must be the work that's in like MoMA or something, right? That kind of work? Actually, you know what MoMA has is a, is a cartoon book that I did. Oh, uh, and it's in their, um, they collect, um, they have a collection of art, artist books. And that's what's in there. At the Met, they have uh, actually two portraits. Yeah. Um, so both sides are represented in those that's two. That's so funny. Two, yeah. So know, I was going to ask you, is one more successful out in the world than the other? But I bet they're pretty equal, huh? In different ways. It's pretty equal, yeah. Oh, so I mean, cool. I've been, by doing both, I, mm-hmm. I sort of uh, mm-hmm. been able to have one career, basically. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? So awesome. Are you, isn't that, yeah. Uh, so a- anyway, uh, it's great. Um, so let's do some intake, what do you say? Uh, okay. So let's hear about your background. Um, where, where are you from? Your father was an artist. We want we know this. This okay. is important information. Are you yeah. not going to read again? Are you? Well, okay, okay. okay. I won't uh, read. I promise. But I think uh, no. Did, I was did born. Did you in... write all that down? Let me just ask you something, Jim. Did you write those? It's ten pages of hand. I'll, I'll I'll show you guys. I'll put it on the internet. It's ten pages of handwritten notes. Did you write it well, all for all. this obsessively? Yeah, no. I was. I was. Tr- I thought it would be helpful. I thought it'd be interesting. <laughs> anyway, you know, did, I wanted to be prepared. Did you write that because you thought it would I wanted make to make sure feel, I could can, feel calm being on be the radio? Be professional. I was trying huh. to be professional. I have a... Huh. Hmm. And, and that way I could just talk about that stuff instead of myself, see? Ah. Okay. Well, that that did not work. That will not fly with me. It got. It I will thought. not get by me. I not, tried. not for one second. But anyway. Um, would your shrink... Would your real... Would your actual shrink let you read it and then... No. No, she would would she call you on you're trying to like di- divert? You're trying to pivot like they uh, say in politics. Yeah, I wouldn't try that. Would she say you're pivoting? And she knows me too well. Oh, she does. She would yeah. just, See. you know. It's more uh, like what are you concerned about today? You know, uh, like, you know, we've uh, been through all that stuff. What are you concerned about today? But um Okay, so you were But basically, I grew up in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I I grew up middle Class, middle, middle, Midwest, middle, everything. Like really average, much. everything average. Pretty much average. When you say Indiana is a pretty, in people's minds, probably the most average state. Anyway, mm-hmm. and yeah. and um, were you an only child? No, I had a brother and sister, both younger than me. Oh, you're the oldest. Yeah. And your father was an artist. He was an artist. Did he make a living as an artist? No, because when I was born, basically. He stopped the art and uh, got a job because he had a family to support, and that's he was, what he did the rest of his life. But he always did do artistic projects. Mm. And uh, one of the things I realized when I was working on my show, mm-hmm. I started doing signs, and I, I remembered him painting signs for where he worked. Ah, uh, And, uh, boy, I forgot about it, and I remembered all these memories, and it was really – 
interesting because it was like my connection oh, to wow. my dad through doing these, but I didn't realize it till I started doing them. Wow, so yeah. that's all new. It's kind of a new realization. I wow. like had known that before. Like, right, I do those uh, right. cartoons and I have a certain style of lettering. I kind of mm-hmm. got it from him because he taught me how to do that. Mm. And, um, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, it, so he was a big influence mo- on my my. Uh, what about in, your? And what did art. he do for? What did he do just as a as a good father to support his family? Uh, well, he was a personnel director. Oh. At a first, he had a brewery in South Bend for many years, Drury's Brewery, which was a big mm-hmm. brewery company. Mm-hmm. He owned it. Drury's Beer. No, no, he just worked there as the mm-hmm. personnel director. Oh, assistant. right, I see. What you're he saying. was the assistant, so that's why he he would paint signs as the personnel director for in the the factory part, like safety signs. I love it. Like you know, be aware, do not. And what did your mom do? Um, my mom was most mostly she was at home until uh, later in high school. She went back. She had been she worked uh, as a uh, receptionist for a doctor mm-hmm. and several different doctors, and then mm-hmm. she went back to school and got a nursing degree. Oh, when she was like when we were grown up enough, mm-hmm. like in high school, right? Where she could and handle she actually it. got this degree. Wow. On on her own, you know, she Impressive. went to school, and then she became a nurse. That's so cool. Yeah, that is cool. Wow, that yeah. sounds so fucking wholesome. I'm so jealous. I know. I'm it so jealous, really good, doesn't it? It yeah. does. So it was it was it pretty was it pretty wholesome? Did you have a good relationship with your parents? I had a good one. Um, it's funny though that my father and I didn't get along like I think a lot of teenagers back then. Anyway, I rebelled, and we always butted heads. Was he conservative? It's, was he political? Very, yeah, he was conservative, and we'd get in big fights about that. So but, would he have likely been? Um, and this is also because from where he's coming from, would he might have been a Trump supporter? No. No. Oh well, or he's maybe dead now. A he's dead. He's my dead. dad died. But my... a, was he a Republican? Well, you know, he was one of those. Uh, what do they call them? Reagan Democrats? When mm-hmm. he became a Democrat, mm-hmm. I mean a Republican then. Mm-hmm. But before that, they had been Democrats. So he was yeah. kind of a decent guy with good values, but maybe a little bit on the conservative side. Very, as yeah, a he part was really of the conservative. RFC yeah, thing, and yeah. you were, you know, like I was a yeah. child of the and being an artist, cultural revolution yeah. was like a radical thing. Sure, like it was all right for fun to do, but when it came time to. You know, go to school, like college, and get a job. You know, for mm-hmm. training for life is like, what are you going to do? You know. So I'm guessing that you were like one of those kids that drew really well from a young age. Yeah, that was the main thing. That and I did. and were you like, you know, Jim? He's good at art. Yes. The kid who's really the best in school, maybe. I was the best artist. Were you in, in school? school? Yeah. Oh yeah. I got it. And I was um, also doing cartoons back then. Wow. And they were funny. Wow. You must have had a lot of friends. You sound like... That's you- how I got friends. <laughs> exactly. You hit it. <laughs> and it actually became protection for me later also. What do you mean? Well, when I was in... Started high school, we moved to a new school. Oh. And we moved it to one out in the country that was kind of like... More rural? More rural How come and you moved? Did harder. You, did you, did your dad... Because my dad had a, a new job. 
ah. was working, and we had to move. We moved closer to the job, and it was mm-hmm. like night and day for me. And I just I was getting beat up. Ooh, because that I was like sucks. the new kid. Ooh, how old were you? I was the new kid. How old were you when you start? When you're a freshman? Oh, so you freshman in high school? Older. So you were like 13, 13, 14. Yeah, I guess. What month then. are you born in? Uh, March. March. So, and you started in the beginning of the year, then you must have been uh, yeah. 13. But they had a different school system also. Uh, they had mm-hmm. middle school. Uh, so I was like in the last year of their middle school. Oh, no. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The first year of high oh, school. And I had yeah, been to a, a grade school my entire time. So mm-hmm. I was not used to being mm-hmm. in a, mm-hmm. a big uh, public school like that. And it was much more different kinds of of kids. Mm-hmm. So I was getting beat up because mm-hmm. I was I guess I was just a big So you know. so anyway, um so you know, like the thing that I'm thinking about is like when you're an artsy kid in a fairly normal environment, like you can be a little you, you know, uh, I often I often hear and I've had this experience myself that you're a little bit of a a weirdo, a round peg. Yeah, I didn't fit in. And did you yeah. not fit in, but it was okay before? Or did you not fit in and it wasn't okay? Or like what happened as far as fitting in goes? Well, it was kind of okay because I, you know, had always done this. But as I got older, um, like when we moved, it, it was much more rural. And and being an artist was much more of a, a weirdo thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't fit in because I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So what I... I did was I had been making cartoons and I would do them for my friends and stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. how how I had friends in grade school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kept doing that and very – it worked out that the biggest bully in school Mm -hmm. uh, at my new school sat right behind me. So I started doing cartoons for him, making fun of other kids, other kids. Oh, use politics. And he – he became my protection. Oh, wow. And I stopped getting beat up. So that that's how art great. can actually change your life for the better. You have real, you have real survival yeah. skills. That's awesome. Yeah, but what happened was he got kicked out of school for fighting. Uh, <laughs> fighting for And you. then I was like fighting, open, fighting, open season again fighting, on me. Fighting for you. Don't hurt yeah. my friend Jim. <laughs> No, 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 he was he kidding. was like scary guy. Yeah, yeah. And I would uh-huh. just, I'm like... I would do the little cartoons and pass them back to him, and he became yeah, my protection. Yeah. But then when the protection was removed. So then then what happened? So what happened, like, I just had to run home school. from school for a while and, and avoid And then did you kids. make more friends? Were you, yeah, I did. Did you get yeah. good grades? You seemed like you'd be good. I got good in st- with people, yeah. You seemed like you'd be a good student. Were you a good student? Actually, when, when we went there, we I was a good student because it was so much easier than what I was used to from the school. Uh, was much harder where I, I went did before. You, so did you do yeah. well before? or was is No, I did really easy? badly. Oh, okay. That's the other thing where my artistic talents would come in. Mm-hmm. I would change my grades. And I remember getting <laughs> an F and changing it to a B. And nobody knew. My parents didn't find out because back then you had to give them the report card, the physical report card with the right, grades on right, it. right. And I changed oh, the F man. to the B. Good yeah. for you. Did did yeah. did? Do you think maybe you had a little bit of dyslexia? That's often a com- common thing amongst really smart, creative people. You're obviously intelligent, so I did have. I think I yeah, did, that's but it, the thing. they didn't have that and back the, then. They I know, know, I know. But I'm I still trans- that now. 
transport. Port. See, I can't Trans- think of the word. Trans- things all the time. Yeah, like yeah. I still get yeah. confused about East and West. I can't. So, so when you went, think it. So, yeah. where did you go to college? Uh. Well, I went to Indiana University, mm-hmm. and then I moved here to go to uh, Brooklyn College. Mm-hmm. Did you study After art? I, Did you think you were going to be an artist? I came here to go to uh, art school, yeah. Mm-hmm. To get my, and were uh, your parents uh, supportive of you being an art artist? At that point? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess so, but I just I just left... And came to New York without knowing anybody because I knew there weren't any chances there really to be mm-hmm. an artist. And mm-hmm. I thought maybe there would be here. Um, so I just want to remind people again that they're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, which is the best radio station in the Western Hemisphere. And you should sponsor our show for $5. I will say happy birthday to whoever you like or mention your band and say how great they are. And also, I'm Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit talking with artist Jim Torok. And we're having a great, we're having a great time. I want to speed this up. You know why? Because we have 35 minutes left and we, I need to get to like the juice. Your, your background is just way too normal. When did, what, so did you, so what happened? You went to college? Did you just slide through or? No, I just barely made it. Actually, I dropped out. What happened? Oh. Are you making this up now? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> You're making this up because I gave you no, shit I, about I, being. No, I so got in in, in I started getting big trouble. I started getting. Let's threatened. just say I I had to drop out and. Um, You're not going to tell us. I mean, you cannot tell us, but you can. But I mean, it would just be helpful because of the show. Because that we don't we don't we you know we're amongst friends. We always. It, it, I mean, I asked you directly, and it's fine. Can you can you just say yeah? I don't want to talk about it, which is totally cool. What I, what I want to talk about is that I dropped out. Okay. And I did have problems. What kind of? And like. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway, so I had a, I I dropped out, and you know I started off my first semester. Well, I was like partying and stuff and i ended up not going to oh, classes oh you and were then having fun Drugs people and didn't alcohol. under yeah people didn't understand me <laughs> I Drugs wasn't, and you know. alcohol because uh, you were away from home and all that and or? actually the school took me out because they were concerned because you, know, you were going up the deep end exactly did, did and i actually had to be i had to be removed you know, mm. almost physically, and then that's traumatic. They came and got me. And it, did that your was parents upsetting. know what was going on? Yeah. You mean your parents came and got you? Yeah. And were they totally shocked at what you had gotten yourself into? Well, they they were concerned, but it was actually very humiliating. So that I had to, I had to quit, and then uh, I came back and I went to the the more that was like the main in university, and I went to a. I basically mm-hmm. ended up going to the, what are they, they call those schools that are in the smaller towns? Um, it's more like Local a community college. college. Yeah. yeah, I just, and that I was perfect And with. you stayed with I was your, really good because home. it wasn't real big, but I had mm-hmm. good art teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I had really good art teachers mm-hmm. there, actually. And more and, boundaries. It's hard being yeah, in Yeah, and like it was more personal. Kid. It was more personal. Yeah. I was going to classes, there were 450 people. Yeah, and, no, and, no. And, you it know, wasn't there's a, a good environment and, for you. Yeah. So you got your so yeah. you got your 
act so, together then it seems I like i did get my act together that's cool that's good and then and, you moved um, to new york after that after i graduated it took me like six years though to graduate mm-hmm. from college mm-hmm. because i decided i didn't want my parents to pay for it because i felt i had let them down that's so that's pretty cool i i was working like a a job mm-hmm. <laughs> of all places i was working in a foundry like at mm. a machine shop uh boring it was, yeah, and then I was going to school part time mm-hmm. until I got one. Um, mm-hmm. They used to give out what they called merit grants back then. I got one of those. Oh, for good nice. grades and need based We're on proud. need. Yeah, and then I was able mm-hmm. to do it. I couldn't have done college otherwise. It would have taken me thirty years because I was only going part time. Right, right. Until I got that, right. and then that enabled me to go full time. So I'm what yeah. I'm trying to do is um, I'm trying to put together in my head, and it's I'm confused. I'm going to tell you what I'm confused about. I'm confused about like what the two different sides. Like it's so weird how you have you seem to have two different sides to your personality and your work, and I'm trying to like understand where they come from. And then I'm also, um, what else was I thinking about? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking about that, and I'm trying to, you know, um, I'm also wondering what, like you, you obviously are uh, very in touch with your feelings and your anxiety, and you're not afraid of that, or you, you're willing to talk about it openly and put it out there. And I'm wondering uh-huh. where that comes from. And well, you know, I think. Uh- it's a, it is all part of that dichotomy. Is that the right word? Yeah, like that's the a good two word. different things. Yeah, right? that's a good word. I and, like that. And basically, I used to say I was schizophrenic, but then people were kind of offended by that. Oh yeah, that's unpolitically incorrect. Yeah, and but basically, that was part of my problem that I had was not having. I, I always felt like it was extreme, like two extremes, but not a middle. So, right. And, and what, I was trying what, to deal with it by having the two, and I was always trying to bring them together. But in my art, and it just didn't work. And I got farther when I just did but the what two you, different things. What, when and, you say two extremes, what yeah. are those extremes that you're talking about? I would say the cartoons and uh, this very, very realistic. Right, miniature portraits, right. and but, but, that sort but of symbolizes saying, the extremes. I mean, um, yeah. right, it symbolizes yeah. the extremes. But I'm trying to figure out what is it about you, like the, I mean, the way. I mean, I'm talking about. Um, you guys really have to see the show. I'm telling you, it's really. I mean, I was genuinely moved by it. It's a really great show. It's really just the timing of it is perfect, and it really captures um, the feelings that we. That I that I sense are out there now, and in a fairly uh, non-judgmental way, a very inclusive way, and a very funny way, and then the uh, sensibility of having the paintings there, um, even though it's not a literal, there's no literal way to to really describe that, or, and I don't think it should be. But I think it's a great show. So, but um, there are two really different people in that show. But I do, but not people. See, the thing is. What I'm thinking is like there's the the gym that like the portraits, the emotions that come through the portraits. That's the real gym. That's the that's the gym that you know your wife Mary probably sees most often. Probably fairly serious most of the time, and 
despondent occasionally and notices a lot of things and emotional and how people are communicating what they're saying accidentally gets offended a bit, things like that. So where Mary's probably going, Jim, that's not, no, I didn't mean it that way. Does that happen, Jim? Absolutely. Yeah, see? Um, and Mary is also an amazing artist as well and a very, very accomplished artist as well. We should put that out there. Uh so, uh, yeah, you, you, she probably really gets you, uh, or whatever. Uh, and you've been married for 14 years. We learned that too. So, but the point I'm trying to make is that there's this part of you that just seems like really sort of sincere and thoughtful and emotional. And then there's the cartoons, which have a lot of that in them because they have a lot of emotional insight, but it seems like they're more directly, the emotions are expressed a lot more directly and uh, and in a funny way, which you talked about maybe in a, so you don't get beat up. It feels like the cartoons uh-huh. have an element of not wanting to get beat up, saying what you want to say without getting beat up. Is there some truth to that or? Well, um, the cartoons were always my kind of protection against the world in a way that um, it was more like entertaining. Mm-hmm. I was the class clown, you know. Mm-hmm. Were you were you yeah. funny? Were you funny? Yeah, so it was using humor, really. But but did you and, did you um, act out and did you ever do it? You you said you you performed at some point, or did you do any performance or? Um, yeah, we were talking about that, right? Um, mm-hmm. Back in the day, there. Well, in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> Way I back then, yeah. after I had first kind of moved to New York, I, I got involved to, with more performance art people. You did get involved in yeah. performance art. The only thing I yeah. used to, I used to go to PS122 a lot in those days. Were you involved uh-huh. in that? Um, yeah, I performed at some shows there. Because there, there were a handful of places downtown, and there was like Surf Reality, The Kitchen, yes. PS122, and a couple other ones where I can't mm-hmm. think of the name. And what right kind now. of performance did you do? Mostly what I did was I... I hooked in with these people that did all different things, and I would read bad poetry. That was my... Ah. And I would get up and do it like... At the time, there was a lot of poetry. Like oh, you go to poetry yeah, poetry readings. slams. Yeah, Ugh. so I would get up, and like now the poet is going to read, and everybody's like, oh, God, you know, this was fun until then. And I would do it very straight, but it was so bad uh-huh. that uh. eventually... Unless I was unlucky, somebody would laugh, and then everybody would be like, ha, you know, be able to They'd laugh get at it. that it was funny. That it was funny, yeah. Did the poems, then, like, rhyme and stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, they were as bad as I could think of making them, you know. <laughs> but I would start, I would do it very seriously, uh-huh. you know. And, uh, you know, that was uh-huh. my little performance uh-huh. thing. But I really didn't like uh, being on stage and having... Oh, you didn't? Not, not really. I, I hated it. Really? After you do it, it's fun, you know. But um, you mean mean get and when yeah. when you're after you've done it, but you get nervous or you no? I, I got so nervous you. it wasn't worth it. I'm like, oh, am, really? why am I doing this? I hate it. Oh. And then I also did uh, little uh, slide shows. Mm-hmm. Slide. I called it low tech animation. Mm-hmm. What I do is do a lot of um, drawings in sequence, kind of, mm-hmm. and then on take pictures of them and put them in slides mm-hmm. and then go through that and click them fast so it looked like they were animated. Mm-hmm. But it was also a totally stupid thing. But mm-hmm. people really like that. So I did that for oh, a That while. sounds really yeah. funny. 
So, um, did you have a lot of girlfriends? When did you meet Mary Carlson? Uh, I met Mary, I'm not sure what year, but I was like older, uh, like 39, 38, mm-hmm. 39. And then we got married when I was like 40, so oh. 14 years ago, whatever mm-hmm. that is, 13, 14, yeah. So did that make a big change? Was your life, has your life, I mean, did, was oh, your yeah, life Oh, yeah, it made a big change for me. What was, what Oh, changed? no, I was, I was like a mess and I didn't. Did you wind I up being like, partly I mean, the to crazy me, person? I was. The, I don't know how I came off to her. But were you but, like the person who, um, partly the person who got kicked out of school or something? Or when? Yeah, not or what do you I mean was, by stability? And well, I was still it? working as, you know, uh, um, in graphic arts, and I didn't want to necessarily be doing that. But uh, I, I had a foot in the art world, and I mm-hmm. was showing at a gallery, but... Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to really mm-hmm. do it for a living or anything, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. And she really helped me with that a lot. Like in Because what? both being artists, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how it is now with people, but we were both artists when we met. One of the first mm-hmm. things we did was studio visits Aww. because you want to make sure you <laughs> yeah, like the other right. person's work because what if it's really terrible? Mary's Mer- really don't successful. Be... Where is she shown? Oh, yeah. Can you she's tell us really... just like – She's a really what, good artist. Yeah, I mean, yeah. her work She's is great. Around, I mean, I'll put a link to yeah. that, too, on the page. Yeah. But, like, where is she shown? Like, really good galleries and stuff, right? Um, she just did a show at Elizabeth Harris. Yeah. Yeah, and that Chelsea. was really great. Yeah, and... Um, and yeah, she just... She's, she's, she's been... She a, she's she's a shown a lot of places. And when person. I met her, she was really much more established in the art world than yeah. I was. She, she was totally... Mm-hmm. Like I was in awe of her. I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I know a lot yeah. of people have like tremendous yeah. respect. And her, for her art was so good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think she would like me because when we did the <laughs> studio visit, we went to her place first. I'm like, oh my god, she's really good, and she's so together. She and she seems like yeah. she is. I don't know her that yeah. well, but just so you guys know, like she's definitely like the. At least I don't know her that well, but when I see you guys together, um, she just seems. Very, she seems like the together one. I'm just gonna say, like I admire. She is the together one. I admi- whatever she's really that patient. Is, she has that stuff. Yeah. I she's admire. really smart. Yeah, and you know, really importantly, she has an amazing eye for looking at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, my studio visit is I had some cartoons and. In my uh, little book that I always carry around, and mm-hmm. I sh- I showed her that for my art. Mm-hmm. But she was one of the first people that said, "That's your art." I thought, "Oh, these are just little doodle cartoons." Oh. And she said, "No, I think that's really good." So that really oh. helped me a lot right there because wow. she was one of the first people to encourage me on that. Really, oh wow, that I respected. Right, and um, she still looks at my art. Mm-hmm. Like I always, before I get something done, she, I need her opinion mm-hmm. on it. And, she and you guys, it to me. you guys never had kids, because I have no boundaries in these questions. No. And it, do you want to talk about that? Well, we were both older, and you know, mm-hmm. by then, and we we had sort of passed that point. We both felt like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I don't, and I never was really very into it to tell you the truth. I never. I You're always thought if, well, I was, and I thought. Because your dad You know, if you kids. have kids, mm-hmm. you should really want mm-hmm. to have kids. Mm-hmm. Not like – I had a lot of friends who got married early on and 
they didn't really want them, but that's what you had to do. We're supposed to do, and then they got mm-hmm. divorced, and then they'd have a. a and Mary mess, was she ambivalent yeah. also? Well, up to that point, she had different issues, and you know, mm-hmm. back in you know before I met her, mm-hmm. that and, you know it just didn't work out that mm-hmm. that ever happened mm-hmm. with her. So mm-hmm. how do you guys feel? So about we that met now? at a time in our lives where we were both wanted to be with somebody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that that period was sort of past. Mm-hmm. But it was never something that was important to me, mm-hmm. which made it hard, actually, dating up to that point. Oh, uh, because all the chicks yeah. want to get knocked up. Well, you know, as you get older, it becomes more important to people. Yeah, because those, they don't those have much ovaries time. And, stop functioning. Yeah. So when you're dating when you're older, you start, <laughs> you know, you have a date or two and you like the people. But very early on... You know, like, I'm not going to waste my time with somebody if they're not on the same page with what they want mm-hmm. because I don't have that much time to fool around. Uh, so you know? the chicks were like, this guy's really cool, funny, interesting. I wonder if he's the – but I don't know if he's, like, going to be the dad type. Is that what – That conversation that- would always come up if you were with somebody more than a you know few dates. Really. Right. So was you it know. hard finding, like, somebody who sort of had their shit together that also didn't want to be a mom? That must have been – that's a tough um, balance. Yeah, I just wasn't good at, at doing the whole dating thing anyway. Yeah. It's really – I don't think I, anyone really It's really, really hard. I, yeah. I'm glad that I met her. Mm-hmm. And we got hooked up by a friend. He was a oh, matchmaker. blind date? So that's the best way oh, to do it. Oh, yeah. I love that. I'm going to start yeah. doing matchmaking on this show, folks. Send me your emails and, and, and a little, like, blurb about yourself and what you're looking for because I'm a good matchmaker. I put yeah. some – I put a couple together that's been together for 30 years. There you go. So anyway, you know what? Um, uh, I just want to remind people once again that it's Dr. Lisa and Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit on Radio Free Brooklyn, the best radio station in the Western Hemisphere. And uh, I'm talking to Jim Torak. But um, so we only have like a little over 15 minutes left. And I want to get to um, the feeling that you have about the show that's up now. I want to hear like what the effect it's had on you um, from creating the show to showing the show, and it's only been up for a week. Did did you you feel good about it? I'm going to ask that right away. I'm assuming that you're happy with how it was received at the opening, and you're yeah. feeling good about it now. I feel like it's the best show I've ever done. Okay, it's a great show. Okay, good. So we got that straight. But I want to understand like what the effect on you was and what it was like putting the work together, how the opening was, like how the experience has affected you. Uh, well, I worked on the show a long time, and I I had Did one you know, idea. Is, wait, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm interrupting again. So it's a fifth show with uh, Pierogi, and did you know like a year in advance you were going to have the show or something like that? Actually, we decided this summer that mm-hmm. it would be in January. At first okay. it was going to be March, and then mm-hmm. I said, no, I think it'll be ready in January. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so we were we were good with that, and but I had a I had one idea for the show, and then the election sort of happened, which was I thought like this is a ma- you know thing that I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about, and it was sort of like that uh, before, but I made it more be about all that. But I really wanted to also why I think it's really successful for me is integrate the portraits and the cartoons into one show. Because I've shown them both together before, but we've always separated them mm. in like two rooms or something. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do that this time. I wanted them to all be together. Mm-hmm. But that's a real challenge right. to make it work. Mm-hmm. But since my idea originally with the portraits was I was trying to do different kinds of people. And I was trying to do people that might actually, who knows, might be Trump supporters, Not might not be by looking at them what you think. I mm-hmm. just wanted to – and all different people as much mm-hmm. as I could – not just artist friends. Yeah, like who there was one the woman that's yeah. been featured who looks kind of like a. She's wearing a trucker hat. She looks yeah. like she's a total like you yes. know rural type woman. My my friend yeah. Jennifer. Yeah. So you have and you yeah. have a house upstate. And people right? would probably maybe judge by this painting anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and but she's a, a strong, mm-hmm. uh, tough person mm-hmm. who I really like who has mm-hmm. a heart of gold, mm-hmm. and I really you know. Right. Respect. So, yeah. And I wanted to do her because, yeah, you would look at her and think, oh, this is this is must be a real person, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and and she does live near us. Well, she's say, not but, an art, art, a typical. But, yeah, it's not. She's somebody, not typical. She's not but, somebody that I mean, making yeah, a portrait. She's of not somebody, typical in some ways and in other ways, you know. So my idea honor- was all different people. Mm-hmm. Right. And not. So the big thing was, is that plus those, I like her. I think she's a. Uh, I like I love that hat. Yeah, She's no, wearing she this looks hat great. That has a, I mean, a skull on it. It's how great. cool is that? Yeah, it's great seeing yeah. a portrait where somebody's usually. Yeah. It's usually it's a very honoring kind of you know elevating type of thing, and it's great to see mm-hmm. see somebody like that that you don't yeah. normally see. Sadly, but um, what I'm really interested in is how that was to have those two bodies of work together for the first time. Like well, what's good was, because I feel like. How did uh, they relate? Partly Joe, who uh, runs Joe, the gallery. Joe Arnheim, the yeah, gallery. gallery. Yeah, whose yeah. gallery. He did a great job of installing it. Oh. So I brought him all this really different stuff. Oh. And, and, and then he, I was like, I don't know how it's going to work. I think we can make it work. But oh. I basically want to have it all together. And the, I want the paintings, the portraits mixed in with wow. the cartoons, not separated. And so how do we do that? And it was really hard, that part, because yeah. I'm not – I had. A, I knew that the show all had a theme to me, and I mm-hmm. knew how it – in my mind that it all went together. But to to uh, put it all up together is a really hard thing to do. Yeah. And, but he's really great at that. Oh, yeah. he's really yeah. great yeah. at that. See, I, so I didn't realize that yeah. he did – that he really – fucking helped you out man he's got he's got oh yeah a lot because at one credit. point at one point i was like i can't do this it I, I can't figure it out and i was i was like actually mary had to, mary came right at the mm-hmm. right moment to look mm-hmm. at how it the installation was going and she's like uh i think you need to go to lunch and she took me to lunch and calmed me down and uh-huh. And let him just sort of like do well, he his really, thing. Well, he really—I didn't know I didn't that. Get it in the way, you know, too much. That's a but really then, hard show to hang. Yes. Yeah, it's really—it was really hard. So Joe kind of taught you something. He figured there. it out. Did he? Did did you learn something from seeing it together? Then did you learn like what? 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 It, what? Well, I knew it could work, but I just didn't know how. And he—he he knew how, and mm-hmm. and it was really brilliant the way he mm-hmm. did it. And we actually. Um, took some of the things out that weren't working, which is good, mm-hmm. and uh, and and brought something in that w- worked better than mm-hmm. what I had, and then it all it all really mm-hmm. perfectly came together, and everything in the show is relevant to the show. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So how does that like feel having seeing those bodies of work finally come together? Like, does that make you think about your work differently or is there an emotional connection there or like what, what's that like for you? Well, what, what now? <laughs> I'm sorry. How the fuck? What, what the fuck is that like? No, I mean, is oh, there something? It's was, great. Was there something I feel something really new? happy with it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but was there something new that happened for you there? Like, did you see something that you hadn't seen before? Did you see, what's it like to have the work in the same room? Did, is it like? Well, I have some like newer kind of things I did too, mm-hmm. which he was totally op- open to and and saw how it, you know, could fit in and mm-hmm. work. And it does. Mm-hmm. And um that's really rewarding mm-hmm. because he's um, he's really open to you doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. He, he's not going to, but no, you, you know, yeah, right. Let's do these because these, I think, are going to be better. So anyway, he did like some of the things that I wasn't sure about, and and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it w- really is a collaboration in that way. Mm-hmm. And I I yeah. had to be able to let go at a certain point. Too and and let him sort of do it and then see instead of trying to control every aspect of it. So, so it's part of this like it's your work, but you have to let it go at a certain point. Now some some people figure out their shows completely in yeah. advance and know exactly how they want it to be hung. Right. But I don't. I always just do a whole bunch of work and it's like whatever it is, you know. Right. But I knew I had this idea in mind, but I didn't get the title for the show until. When they asked me, so what do you want to call this show? Which oh, really? after it had all been done, and that's where the title. Long? No, but, but you know, like in, in, all, in advance they the, wanted to write a press release, and work. so right. so what is this all about oh, in your so mind funny. anyway? So that's why I call it so how, the new how age you, of uncertainty. The, the opening was just yeah, the new age of uncertainty, which is taken from a World War Two um, term, right? Yeah, that was the that's what, historically what some people anyway called that. Time between the two world wars, mostly in Europe. After World War One, it was an age of uncertainty, and that's what gave rise to fascism and a lot of bad things, but also a lot of good things in art happened then too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and other you know literature and the arts. So, how was general. the um, experience like right bef- like before the when the work was hung? Before you had people come in and look at it, were you nervous? There's a lot of politics in this work. Like, what's what what was the effect of having the opening on you, having people oh, coming in? Well, one work? thing is, you know, um, some of the work in the show, it's all really personal. But it is. I also try to, with the cartoon work anyway, I try to make it really um, about something bigger than just myself and my mm-hmm. anxiety. Mm-hmm. But the the way I get to it is just all I can tell is about how I feel. Mm-hmm. But I sort of trace current events and mm-hmm. – you know, and I was always like upset about them, and mostly Mary would have to listen to it. Uh, so it's like, why don't you do a cartoon about that? And <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> that's the only way I can do it. And I'm like, okay. Um, otherwise, I just you know flap off at her, and like uh-huh. she's like, uh huh, uh huh, and it doesn't really make any difference. So I'm like, well, maybe I I can have a voice this way, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always seen it as. Mm-hmm. But it's not all about me. It's it's the way I see things. But mm-hmm. I try to really show from my point of view what I see happening in the world, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the things that upset me most. Right. Yeah. 
And how did um did you have like what kind of convert did you wind up having a lot of political d- discussions from this work or uh, what, a little what bit was, some what kind of um yeah. res- what what did you I mean people who know your work well there are a lot of them uh-huh. did they uh comment on the fact that those two bodies were work of work were together or what kind of feedback did you get No people were pretty much not they were you know, just they're drinking. used to. They know well. Yeah, people know my work, and they know I do both things. And I've been showing them always together for a long time uh, at Pierogi, so they knew that, and that wasn't like surprising to them. Mm-hmm. And the only comments I got over about some of the political things where people might be feel like um, they didn't agree with my politics. So yeah. how would that be manifested? They would just say, well, I don't like that one based on its content. And I would say, that's fine. You know, I disagree with you. (laughs) But I think it's great that we can have differences of opinion and still everybody be together, basically. Right, right. Tolerate each other. Exactly. Tolerance. Yeah, yeah. And that's good. And I'm like, if if people really didn't like it, I suppose they didn't. They just didn't say anything and they left. But I don't know. <laughs> no. You know. So. Um, but uh, there wasn't. There was. There. You didn't get any arguments or anything, or no one. You, no one like. Uh, no, it's not real extreme for New York uh, because basically no, we're all not. on the same page. That's you true. know. That's true. So it's not like a a big deal, really. What it boils down to is like there were still Bernie supporters. And Hillary supporters that are still having a hard time dealing with that, some some of them, but maybe, maybe not. And, you know, basically I like Bernie. So I did this cartoon about like, ah, yeah. and watching the whole thing unfold. And I really, you know, thought this is bad. They're not getting the right person because people want a different thing. So anyway, you can get really involved, though arguing with people about that. So I just about did it Bernie. from my point of view and put yeah. it out there. And then people can discuss it, you know. So do you feel yeah. do you feel like you got your like do you feel was it emotionally relieving in a certain way? It kind of was because I was ranting and raving about this stuff all the time, but I wasn't really getting I couldn't deal with it on Facebook because people were getting on big arguments about it. Mhm. And I stuff just like you wrote I, Well, or no, with each general. other yeah. and you know, people are blowing off, and then it turns out they're wrong, and you know. But whatever, I just I'm not that interested in getting in in those kind of right. discussions or, or or fights. Yeah, it's different, you know? right? They're different. It's different. Yeah, and it's just a like fight. back and forth and back and forth, yeah. and and it just sort of like. You know, it doesn't seem it's to do any satisfying. good. And it can really suck your time and your energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's I'd not... rather do something positive with it, right. which is like. That's where the cartoons right. come in. So emotionally, are you a pretty stable guy? Or do you have ups and downs? I mean, like extreme. Emotionally? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm like back and forth. Pretty extreme? I I would say so. I, ask Mary. She'll tell you. <laughs> she's like, yeah, he's – because she's very even. Right. She's very she even. She seems like that, yeah. She doesn't get too – she's great that way. Right. But I'm not that way. I can wake up. And be in a good mood, more often in a bad mood. <laughs> and then, you know, be just from sleeping, I don't know where it comes. And then I'll be like all upset. And by the end of the day, I'll be, oh, everything's great, you know, so or you, vice versa. Do you think people I can flip and see flop. you as a more like cheerful person than you really are? Um, 
like, I think out people there don't the see all the insecurity. I just mm-hmm. put a, put it in 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 the or or the all the uh, mm-hmm. anxiety and the emotional like ranting and raving basically is what it is, you know. Um, so that I I sort of get it out with that. That's right. the great thing about the car. It's, it's so outlet. then you feel better. It's and then I feel like, like how good. You take care of yourself. That's how That's I really get it great. out there. Otherwise, I'd run, I'd run around the world. You know, who knows? Being angry all the time. You know? Yeah. So it so it does. So it's art is healing. Yeah. Well, uh, so we only have a few minutes left, and I want to make sure that everybody goes to see this show. Which is at uh, Pierogi, that's P I E R O G I, at 155 Suffolk Street. And it's up until February when? 12th? Um, I think something like that, the 14th, I'm not sure. 14th? But, yeah, February. February. Uh, Go here now. it is, the 12th. You're the 12th. right. Yeah, 12th. Okay, yeah. and. Um, Check it out. Uh, yeah, you should You'll check like it, it out. You can see what uh, what we're talking about. Schizophrenic yeah. uh, Jim is, and um, I also want you guys to um, come visit me at the Union Square Subway Station on Friday. I'll you know I'll just post where where I am so you can find me and uh, you'll have a big sign, right? I'm gonna have a big sign that says I'm scared. So are you <laughs> how, are you feeling scared or you how do you feel about the world right now? I mean, do you think right it's now, scary? Right now, this minute? Yeah, I mean like I think I don't know, you know. Yeah, I'm there's a part of me that's scared all the time anyway. Uh, because I my so mind always he, goes to the worst possible right, scenario. Right. But is the insecurities right. personal or are they about your abilities or are they about It's something I grew up with uh, and I inherited being accepted, it. Being accepted or do you think it's biological inherent? I think there's a little of both. Mm. You know, I I really be- believe that. Did your parents yeah. um encourage you or accept you or were they critical? Well, you know, uh, my dad was really strict, mm-hmm. and my mom was pretty, you know, nurturing and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Um, were your sisters Were your yeah. sisters good? Did they but, Did they fit in better than you? Oh, my sister, she was like the star. I mean, you know. Oh. So mm. I was sort of the black sheep in the family. Oh. I was kind of the the one that you know they was were, you were the always getting in one. trouble, you know, doing bad at school. Mm-hmm. And you're younger. I mean, I was getting in trouble all the time in school because I was mostly like a cut up and stuff. And then uh, you know, I got a reputation actually for I was a talker. Ah. At one point, they said, you know, they always joke he's going to be a lawyer because he just won't shut up. Basically, oh, talk, stop talker. talking. And I'm still doing that. Yeah, yeah. you're a good I'm talker. That. That's why you're a great uh, guest yeah. on this show. I think you yeah. should do all the shows for the radio. I think you should be a guest on everybody's show because you're such a good talker, actually. You well, could fill you. the air. <laughs> you could fill all of the airways forever, Jim. Yeah. I don't I could just get on there and 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 blab all the time that'd be great